0: Hi guys, welcome back to Timeout NYC. Thank you for tuning in once again, and thank you to everyone who submitted their topic of interest. So today I've chosen two of the most wanted topics, and those are beauty standards as well as relationships. Now let's talk about beauty standards. Now what deems someone as beautiful? and what makes them unattractive. Now, beauty standards are arbitrary and vary from one culture to another over time. We see that in New Zealand, the Maori people, especially the women, they are seen as beautiful by getting tattoos on their faces. The most beautiful women there are the ones with the big chin and lip tattoos. Cayenne tribe of burma longer necks are seen as beautiful so women wear coils around their neck from childhood and that is seen as a tool to attract men in their tribe now we hear those things and some of us may be very surprised at the thought of getting a lip or a chin tattoo or making our necks super long but to them that is what is beautiful but to us that is what can be hideous if that's not our type but who are we to say that that is not pretty enough or that is not attractive in america where i live Most people have to have a flat stomach, healthy looking skin, large breast and butt, and sometimes a thigh gap. They need to be tall, tanned sometimes, long hair, and that is what we think is beautiful. Now, if we were to put someone who looks like that into, let's say, the Ethiopian's Karo tribe because in the Ethiopian Karo tribe they think that women who have a lot of scars are very beautiful and to them having several scars is a sign of beauty now think about it you take someone who is flat stomached with no scar at all on their skin Very, very fair, smooth skin. And they have a thigh gap. Now, you put them in that tribe, most people will look at them as if they're a freak. They will not see them as beautiful. So, to the Karo tribe, that person is unattractive. Now, to us, someone from the Karo tribe is unattractive it just doesn't make any sense why is it hard for us to just think that everyone is attractive because beauty is in the eye of the beholder after all so who are you who am i who is anyone to say that someone is not attractive in thailand No matter how physically appealing you may be, qualities like charm, good nature, and modesty are seen as beautiful. In France, natural beauty is praised more than five pounds of kicked-on makeup. In smaller countries, you have to be heavier than... Um, what America deems as plus size. I'm making air quotes around the plus size. (laughs) Because to them, the heavier man, the heavier women are seen as beautiful, are seen as handsome. That is what they want. But sometimes we don't see that as attractive. We don't see that as beautiful. And why is that? Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm 100% sure that social media has a lot to do with it. Now, I'm not here to talk about social media, but I'm gonna sprinkle that in there. We're using Instagram a lot, and we see, we see the flat stomachs, the tall girls with the long hair flowing everywhere, and we think, oh, that is very, very pretty. That is what I want, that is what I wanna be like. And then we see the heavier set girl, has short hair and it looks so different from the other girl whatever skin color she may be but she looks very different from the other girl and we think that's not attractive at all while we may sit there and think that someone else thousands of miles away wants the heavier set girl because that is what is beautiful to them or wants the heavier set guy because that is what's beautiful to them So at the end of the day, we should not be calling anyone unattractive. We should not be labeling anyone as beautiful because each culture sees beauty differently. In ancient Egypt, the standards of beauty were slender, narrow shoulders, high waist and symmetrical faces. Ancient Greece full-bodied and light-skinned Italian Renaissance ample bosom rounded stomach full hips fair skin during the rowing 20s it was a flat chest and boyish figure And we already know about modern society and how they view beauty now we go through all of these things we see that everyone different tastes everyone thinks different things are beautiful so I think personally I think that we should all stop judging one another and stop pointing fingers and stop saying that is what is beautiful that is what we have to put out there that is what I want to be like if I don't look like this I'm not beautiful if I don't look like this I'm not handsome we have to stop saying that nobody will want us if we don't look like this. Because someone may not want you here, but 5,000 miles away, there is someone praying for a person or a partner who looks like you. It, it's a little hard to think that your you're soulmate, as people like to call them, might be 5,000 miles away but it should bring a smile to your face that whatever you might be battling with right now whether it be that you're bigger skinnier taller shorter darker skin fairer skin red hair black hair whatever it may be just know that if the people around you do not find you attractive, there are people out there who would gasp at your sight, not because they find you unattractive, but because you are the most stunning person that has ever walked in their view, that has ever walked in the room, that has ever stepped foot on the street. I'm telling you, we need to stop judging ourselves so harshly. Because there is someone for everybody. We cannot say this is what is beautiful when there is no standard. There's no worldwide, worldwide standard of beauty. Okay? Alrighty then. Now on to friendships. We all have a good two or three people in our lives whom we consider our friends. They may be people we have known for years or individuals we met two weeks ago, but we have assigned those individuals a role in our lives. They have now become our friends. What about when we try hard to make those connections with others and nothing seems to work for us? In my four or five years of being on Instagram, I have spoken to many individuals, met some beautiful souls, and even created tight bonds with certain people. And I'm going to shout two out, Layla and Shelly. I met those two girls by simply saying, hi, I'm just trying to make friends. And you know, we started talking over time and we became really, really close. I've known them for about four to five years. Do I wish they were near me? Yeah, because that way we can hang out and I could hug them and tell them how much I appreciate everything they've done for me. But in the same way I have met these wonderful people, I have also had my fair share of individuals who wanted a friendship with me so that I can be a placeholder of some sort. Or I was number 50 on their make as many friends as possible list. I know that many of you are tired of being alone, I know that most of us have tried so hard but failed at the friendship game, and I know that most of us are so scared and so scarred of the thought of making a friend that our anxieties act up and they are very much triggered. I know all this because I have spoken to many of you who have poured out your hearts to me and i have experienced all of these myself it's not easy to make a connection with someone especially when you don't know if they're going to judge you or not friendship can be a beautiful thing having a solid group of friends girls having a solid group of guy friends it's a great thing but not all of us are blessed to have that around us i've been blessed to have two friends whom i can speak to about anything i've been blessed to have one special person whom i can talk to about anything call them at midnight tell them everything that is on my mind with no judgment And not many of us have that. So I definitely understand and I feel for you guys. But how can we get to that place of having great people in our lives, making great friendships? Well, I feel that self-love is also, it plays an important part in it. Because if we don't love ourselves, and we criticize ourselves for every single thing we do, we will end up criticizing anyone who comes into our lives. And I say this from experience. I grew up not really liking myself. I hated the way I talked. I hated the way I looked. I didn't like the fact that I wasn't as trendy as everyone else. So because of that, I didn't like anyone who looked the way that i looked talked the way that i talked walked the way that i walked or wasn't trendy but in high school i decided to just let all of that go and i started being my own person allowing individuals who are very different from me to enter into my life and i have gotten amazing results from that i have i've met people who are a little bit sad they can be a little emo sometimes but i really like them i'm friends with what people would consider the geeks reading books in the library all the time they're very much into comics i don't like comics but i like those type of people they're cool too I'm friends with girls who are only into makeup, talking about boys and the latest trend. I'm not that type of person, but they are really cool people. And all these people are in my life because I have stopped judging myself and saying that I'm not good enough because I'm not this and I'm not that. You have to stop judging yourself and saying you're not good enough because you're not this and you're not that. And just because someone says that they do not want to be your friend, it doesn't mean that you're broken goods. No one should judge themselves because someone doesn't want to be their friend. It's very much their loss. I know you're not going to see that right now, but it's very much their loss. Because if you're a great person... If you're a cool person, if you have so much to offer, but the other person doesn't want to be in your life or doesn't want you to be in their life because you're not what they wanted, that's totally fine. Like, There are so many people out there who want to be friends with you. I want to be friends with you. I'm always looking to have friends. We can't beat ourselves up and stay in our sad place just because people do not want to be our friends. We lose some, we make some. That's how life works. Sure, I have two friends. Two of my closest friends are online friends and yeah, it hurts. But I keep trying to make friends. Do all of them work out? No. Do I speak to everyone that I know 24-7? No. But I've met some amazing people. I speak to some really great individuals on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. Some of them, I'll speak to them once a month. Would I call them friends? No. Would I call about six or seven of them friends? Yes, I really would. So please... Do not beat yourself up because at this exact moment, you do not have the friends that you want to have. You don't have as many friends as you would want to have. Quantity sucks. You need quality. Having good quality friends is so much better than 20 people who speak behind your back. Having one close friend is so much better than having five friends who mock you when you're not in the room. Trust me. I know it hurts seeing those big group of friends going on trips. I know it sucks seeing people doing sleepovers or seeing people going out for lunch. But you're always all by yourself. But you don't know. What's going on in their group. You don't know. Who's talking about. Whom. You don't know. If they truly even like one another. You simply don't know. When it's your turn. It will happen. And it might be one of the best people you've ever met in your entire life heck it might even be me you never know